can't not laugh every time we're about to start. Like it gets in my head, like you're, you have to say this and then I'm just, I just want to laugh every time. Laugh dummy. Laugh. Not Not very professional. This week we're drinking fruited beers. This is episode 118 of the Malting Hour. What's the haps on the hops? Guy yeast that's beast. This the molten hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The molten hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with... Brandon Winninger. Happy second Monday of September. (laughs) Week after Labor Day. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, it's the first night of Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. And as we're recording this, we're coming off of Thursday Night Football. Did you watch that by any chance? Because the Chiefs... A bulk of it, I did. And... Uh, and then, so like I watched it, they were, they were up and then I started playing Red Dead for a while and then turned it back off, turned the and game on and saw Red Dead again, saw the, uh, <laughs> Lions take the lead and I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good call. Yeah. I, I, I stayed up and watched the entire game, uh, in my fantasy football league. I have, um, because Travis Kelsey was out, I have Kadarius Tony and he's not one of my starters normally. I was just, you know, kind of. A flex, and since Travis Kelsey was out, Jeff, my neighbor, and I decided we run the team together. We're going to start Kadarius Tony because he's got to get a ton of passes because they got a whole bunch of you know wide receivers that they're not always throwing to. Uh, you know they're, they they've lost some guys last season, and Kelsey's out, so Tony's going to get some volume, and he did, and he caught one pass out of like eight. <laughs> So we benched Chicago Bears Darnell Mooney for him. At the time of this episode, we'll know how mad I am about doing that. But Jeff did did text me and said and say this one's on me. So oh well, <laughs> but it was a great game. It was fun. I'm, I'm happy football's back. I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people don't like football. There's a lot of uh, bullshit that goes into it, but uh, I'm still a fan. Football first, then hockey. You know, that's nothing me. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Hmm. So it's been a long time since we've done a full episode and not that this episode is going to be full but you guys got to get are getting tired of these malted minis and after the final fours right like i mean i think they end each end up ha- being almost a half hour if not more some of them that's true actually i think one of our <clears throat> our last malted mini or the last after the final pour was about 45 minutes so they both were around there so yeah they kind of like full episodes it's a very busy time for all of us right now and uh you know we got some stuff coming up, but I keep saying that. I, I don't know. Brandon and I are <laughs> Brandon and I are working on a new, new schedule and format. Not format, but we're we're, we're he and I are going to sit down and, and kind of work this out because uh, we're we're spreading ourselves thin here uh, with the podcast and making ourselves go crazy trying to get this out because we love doing it, but also uh, we have lives outside of this. We have lives and our jobs and families and. You know, we still want, we still want to keep doing it. So, thank you for sticking with us and and, and continually listening. I, I haven't seen numbers drop from streaming, so we got that going for us. Yeah, and I think the the big thing is we want to continue to focus on quality over quantity, making Absolutely. sure that we're giving great episodes versus just throwing something together just so we have something together. Yeah. Well, this tonight, 
I, I, I thought of a title right before we started recording. Since we did, you know, Labor Day uh, last week for uh, after the final pour. No, oh, hi, hi, Aggie, welcome. <laughs> I'm going to call this one "Fruits of Our Labor," even though we didn't make these beers. But I'm throwing labor back in there, and you and I have both uh, selected fruited beers for this evening. Brandon, why don't you tell everybody what it is you are drinking? I am drinking New Glarus Brewing Company's uh, Strawberry Rhubarb. Yes, I love that beer so much. So uh, I'll read the description. Teased from the, the loom by the kiss of the sun, mom's strawberry rhubarb delights are the happy memories of childhood. Diploma master brewer Dan employed juicy uh, sweet strawberries to tame the barbaric wild tart fermentation of rhubarb. Escaped from the far corners of neighboring yards, local rhubarb was incorporated into the wild sour fermentation to create this drinkable dream. Bright, sour, and effervescent. Uh, Toast chilled and cold to bright skies, fireflies, bare feet, and rhubarb pies. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had a rhubarb pie. Have you? Uh, I have not, but I've had, um, my aunt used to make these strawberry rhubarb bars, because uh, she grows um, up at their lake house, which is like right down the road from my, my dad's lake house. Like they, she grows That's up rhubarbs. in Wisconsin? No, it's in, uh, in northern Wisconsin, like just outside of Gurney. Oh, okay. Um, and she was growing, like, it, this was a couple years ago, I remember she planted the rhubarb. Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if you have to plant it again every year, or if it just regrows, but whatever it was, it was like May and I, we were, I think putting the piers in and I went out back and I was like, what the hell is this? She goes, it's the rhubarb. It's already in. And it was like eight feet tall. It was like Holy massive. Cow. I was like, all right, you got some rhubarb. So yeah, I, I definitely have not had rhubarb before, but I have had this beer before and it's a really good beer. Um, one thing about this beer that I always get, and when I first had it, I thought maybe it was just how my palate was that day. There is, there's this like, everybody knows who listens to this show. I got a weird palate sometimes with beers, you know, I'm, I call pale ales, saisons with Clark, you know, it happens. Uh, there's a, I get like a smokiness from this beer, not like a heavy smokiness, but like in the back there's a smoke of some sort and I don't expect anybody else to get it, to be honest. So if you say I don't get it, I totally understand. I'm not getting smokiness, but I'm getting maybe earthiness. I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting a little earthiness. Um, and I think that comes from the rhubarb probably. Yeah. Um, that's my thought. Yeah. And so like my experience with the spirit, this was one of the first, nuclear spirits that I had. I think the first thing I had probably was um, spotted spotted cow cow or something like that. I feel like that's most people's in at least Chicago. Uh, And and this may have even been the first because I had um, when I I was dating somebody at the time that lived that uh, her family lived out uh, in northern Illinois and it was like a less than an hour jaunt to get to Nuglaris and um she had a really good friend that was into craft beer. And when we were over there, he would come over and he would bring a bunch of different beers and he would always bring like Nuclearis stuff. I think it's the first time I had like the original, original Goose Island rare and Goose Island vanilla. Like he had bottles of those because he knew I liked craft beer. So he would just bring those, but I had this and I, I was like, it was probably one of the first like quote unquote sour beers that I actually really enjoyed. Uh, and then the the interesting thing about this was like shortly thereafter was the first time I learned about the the beer bacon and cheese festival. 
oh, yeah. in, in New Glarus. And so I got tickets and we went up there and we were like, the not the first people there, but we were there before like the crowds came in. And wait, even a minute, then, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've been to the Beer, Bacon and Cheese Festival without me? Yeah, years ago. You uh, son of a bitch. I thought I told you that. No, but now I feel like you're cheating on me. Um, in the in the past, <laughs> um, so, so when I went, so the interesting about it though, when when I when I went, um, we checked in, and New Glarus had a station there, and this giant fucking um, you know fruit press, and if you at the time at that time if you brought in a pound of rhubarb, you got into the fest for free. What? So you would bring the rhubarb, and they would take it, and they were pressing it fresh there to make for this beer. Oh, so man. like they That's were fun. literally just you know they had this these big massive bins set up, and they were just you know pressing rhubarb like the entire time. But if you came in with a pound of it, you got in for free, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I did. I did not have a pound of rhubarb. I paid for my ticket, but hmm. still a good time. Good man. Uh, so real quick, I, I, I jumped on Untap to look at my check ins, and then I looked at your check ins. I think I'm confusing this beer with a different fruited um, beer from New Glarus because nowhere did I mention a smokiness. In fact, uh, when I checked this, I know I've had it before uh, Before uh, this check-in. I've checked it in three times. The first time, would you believe it, was last year, which is weird. And it was on June 12th. I have a feeling that was around the Beer, Bacon, and Cheese Festival. And it was. And it was. And then uh, a month later, I checked it and I said, dang, like fresh strawberry jam in beer form. I like. I think I like this more out of a bottle and not as a sample at a beer fest. You picked up a four pack of this. I did. If I remember correctly. I checked it in on November 24th saying nice beer to end the holidays. So that was yeah. for Thanksgiving. I gave it a <laughs> 4.25 around Thanksgiving. It was a 4.5 uh, on July 17th. And I gave it a 4 in June. So that's why you can't really take uh, my check-ins seriously or anybody else's. Brandon, what do you think? I mean, we're not, we're not going to get to your rating now and really talk about it. But back in 2014, February mm-hmm. 23rd, 2014, you checked this in. What do you think you gave it? Do you know what you gave it? I know what I gave it. Damn it. I looked it up already. God damn it. <laughs> oh, that takes the fun out of that game. Um, but And I, I would still rate it that. like 4.5. Yeah, so you gave it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I ruined that to say how many rhubarbs would you give it? But I, I, I really, if 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 I, I I don't know where everybody you know I, we have tons of listeners from all over the world. Uh, if you get a chance to try New Glarus beers, a lot of people will say you know um, Spotted Cow and Moon Man. Moon Man, by the way, is one of my favorite pale ales of all time. It's great to have fresh over there uh, in New Glarus. Um, but their my favorite beer from them is the Wisconsin cherry, the, the, Agreed. the Wisconsin cherry beer. It's uh, what is it? Was it Wisconsin cherry red or something yep. like that? Yeah, Wisconsin cherry red. I mean, that is like, dude, that's a liquid cherry Jolly Rancher, and I miss. I think you still have one too, but I, I miss the, the big bottle format of that because it's so much fun to drink out of. Yeah. So when I had uh, strawberry rhubarb for the first time, that was like one of my all time favorites. When I had the cherry red. That was like the kind of knocked this one out. I, I would rate them pretty much pretty close. You probably um, did. I'll check. Keep talking. But I do enjoy. Um, yeah, I don't know if like in the moment how I would have rated it, but like in my head right now, um, I'm thinking like it's it's up there. Oh, it's a Wisconsin Belgian red. 
That that's what I was missing. There it is. Wisconsin, Belgian red. I have 10 friends who have checked it in. We're going to go all the way to the bottom to see where Brandon first checked it in, at least on here. Well, duh. Uh, ooh, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people. 10 check-ins, not even close to Brandon yet. We're in 2022. Brandon, you checked this in on July 12, 2022 <laughs> during the probably the bacon beer and cheese festival. June 12th, 2022. Yeah, no, sorry, June 12th. Uh, and you gave it a 4.5. Yeah. That's yeah, my, about right. My first check-in goes all the way back to 2014, December of 2014. Mine was July 18th, 2014. <clears throat> and I gave it a 4 back then. And that was when I was, you know, being better about my check-ins. And since then, it's been like 4.5, 4.25. And then uh, two years ago, I said, if I had to choose a favorite beer from New Glarus, this would be it. Then Moon Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that, I don't know. I don't like so like these check-ins from 2014. I don't yeah. know if that those my. I don't think that was my first experience with it. I think no, no, it's your first time checking in at least. Yeah, because <clears throat> I I'm trying to. I don't remember when I first started using Untapped. <clears throat> so, I think I'm at like seven years now, maybe more of using Untapped. It's got to be more than that. <clears throat> it's got to be. And you're minute. you're you're a little better of. And checking in things than I am lately. I have not been when we uh, hung out for Labor Day weekend uh, before we recorded last week's after the final pour. Uh, Ron, our good friend Ron, who we were drinking with, uh, kept track of all those beers and checked them in. I went back and checked in none of them, so I kind of feel like I want to go back and check them in. <laughs> yeah, just so I know that I checked them. in like two or three <laughs> at the time, and then I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna deal with this. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of let beers go through but yeah i sorry go ahead i was gonna say that's the same thing with like going to beer fests like the the people that are so like hung up on like i need to check this in i need to check this in it's like okay great like when i when i check things in normally it's because i want to give it a rating so i remember you know what i'm what i'm rating it versus like you know oh i i had this so i stats yeah, I mean, you don't get anything from Untapped. Untapped does not pay you. Like, you get badges, dude. You get all those cool badges. We don't need no stinking badges. And they don't, those badges don't do shit. Like, <laughs> like if you got points from Untapped to redeem for something for checking stuff in, I would probably right. be more diligent about checking things in. You know, absolutely. Like every fucking beer that ever like wisps across my nose, I would be like checked in. Yeah, I feel like I. I do check in a lot of beers that either I want to remember or that leave an impression on me. Like lately, and, and Clark said the same thing that like he doesn't check in all of his beers all the time. And I don't either. The last beer I checked in was an Aldi Oktoberfest beer. Okay. Which, by the way, was $8 for a six pack. And it is delicious. And by the way, it's made by uh, Genesee. I don't know. That's sounds. That's you. I think that's correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, and it and it's solid. But like fun beer, like beers like that that I want to remember, uh, and the beer that I'm going to drink tonight, I'm also going to check in. Uh, but yeah, it's like ones that I want to remember or left an impression on me, you know, or one that I know that like oh, I haven't checked this in a while. Like how do how does it compare to you know how I've had it before, you know, or previous times? Yeah, that I'm pretty. I'm pretty good about that. Like, so if I, if I know I've checked something in before, but it's been a while, I will not go back and look at my old check and I'll give it a new rating. And absolutely. 
And then if it changes, it's fine. Aggie's uh, trying to let you know that she'll check in any beer. Yeah, I know. The fuck, this cat. She's like, I check in everything. All the beers. All the beers that I drink, I need to check in, Dad. Oh, she's she's very antsy, so I don't know if this will be a, I don't know if this will be a full forty five minute episode. <laughs> um, all right, so we got through that. You 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 said you'd probably give it the same rating that you. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. If we were doing rhubarbs, it would be four and a half rhubarbs. That's what I was going to say, rhubarbs. So sticking with uh, fruited beers. And by the way, a reminder to everybody: when I tell you what this beer is, they do not sponsor us. They do not give us things. I know where this is going. (laughs) Other than their friendship and their love, and we love them. And I have a feeling that Matthew thinks that maybe we're just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to think. (laughs) But I I was going to get this over Labor Day weekend. I didn't make my way into Old Irving, and I stopped at Beer in the Wall today. And they had it, and so I had to grab it. It is Old Irving Brewing's Miko's Fruited Sour Ale. Let me tell you a little bit about this. This beer, oh, if I can open the tab. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks. There's that. Okay. Miko's Old Irving Sour Fruited 6% ABV, 10 IBUs, Italian ice inspired kettle soured ale brewed with Meyer lemon and hopped with Haller 2 Blanc, collab with Miko's Italian ice. It's my first time having this. Uh, I don't think they've done this before. I don't uh, think so either. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've had like almost every older ring beer at this point. Uh, but the idea of Italian ice beer and how they do their fruited sours, like last weekend when it was so hot, I'm like, I got to have this. I think I even messaged <laughs> Trevor and I told him I was going to get it. And then I lied to him because I didn't stop in and get it. <laughs> However, I did end up getting it today. And I got to tell you, man, it's like drinking a melted carbonated Italian ice. Like this is straight up. Like I, I I wish it was a little colder. I put it in my fridge a little late. Um, Cause if this was like, this is a beer that if you had ice cold, it's not like not that ice, ice cold, but like pretty freaking cold. It would be like drinking, and Italian ice. Like, but if you're if you're comparing it to an Italian ice, oh my yeah. god! Like I don't think it's gonna like the the strong. I mean, like a good Italian ice. Like it's like a little bit of rind and 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 tartness and sourness from uh, a lemon. And oh my god, dude, this is this is really good. And here's the best part about it: I've been sipping on this since we we started this episode, and I've already. I mean, I've got a full glass now, so it's a 16-ounce can. I drank through some of it already. You know what I don't have? Heartburn at all. Ooh. Which is something yeah. that I've I've found from a lot of Old Irving's sour beers. Yeah, so Wednesday, this past Wednesday, we went to Old Irving because, you know, Becca offered up Benjamin, like, hey, what do you want to do for dinner? He said he wanted to go to Old Irving. So I, I got to start hanging out with you guys when you ask Benjamin where he wants to go for dinner. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's where we usually go. We're about once a week that we're there, roughly. Um, and again, they're not giving him a free meal or anything. No, 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 no. Um, and we're not so sponsored by them yet. The the Mikos, <laughs> Mikos was on the menu and I tried to convince, like I, I told Becca, I was like, hey, you want to get this? And she just ordered an iced tea. And I was like, you don't want a beer? She goes, well, I had one for lunch because she had like a, a team lunch that they went to. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm worried about driving. I'm like, like we had separate cars. And I was like, sure. You can, I was like, you can 
have one. Like, I, I'll drive us back. I don't care about leaving my car on the side of the street in Montrose. Like, I'll come get it in the morning, whatever. It's not a big deal. She opted not to. Um, and I just, I, based on the food I was ordering, I was not in the mood for a sour, but I, sure. I do wish I would have tried it. Well, I believe it's still there. Oh, um, oh, yeah, it is. Dude, and as soon as you, by the way, as I'm burping, you know, as one of my favorite ways to taste a beer is when I burp. Dude, it's like lemon heads. Ooh. Uh, in the best way possible. And it's not sweet. It's not like a super sweet beer either. Like, so when you had said Becca got an iced tea, the first thing that came to my head was like, oh my God, I want to make an Arnold Palmer with this. Get regular iced tea and pour some of this in there. And then I've got like a beer cocktail of like an Arnold Palmer with this beer. I, um, strongly recommend you grabbing some. I come back (laughs) on... Aggie's petting uh, Brandon's face right now, and it's really adorable. Um, I I might I, I come back from Michigan today when this episode's out. I might stop in there and see if they have a four pack of this because I really want to make an Arnold Palmer with this beer. It's it's delicious. It's really good. It's really 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 good. Wait, so you guys coming back Monday? Oh yeah, we're staying up in Michigan for football on Sunday. The first time we're doing a two day trip. Ooh, and. We're going to bring back some beers, and uh, I think now as we're getting into fall, Clark might just end up on the show with us. I don't know. The, we'll see. Would it be the first time this year? I don't know. It could be. I still haven't gone back to check, but uh, yeah. But um, this beer is, uh, man, I am, I, I was going to say thoroughly impressed, but I'm not that I'm not impressed anymore by Old Irving. But I still, man, I can't tell you if I've had a bad, not a bad Old Irving beer, but I haven't had an Old Irving beer that I was like, meh, that's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, The other beer that I got from Beer on the Wall, which is another Old Irving beer, was the, oh, man, what's the triple IPA with the teddy bear? Oh, yeah. I had that. Is it it Teddy Bear Apocalypse? Something like that. It is. It's Teddy Bear Apocalypse. So I have that, and I think I'm going to bring that up to – I was not going to drink that tonight. It's a a Mosaic and Strata Hopped Hazy Triple IPA with badass artwork. Matthew, this is uh, my reminder to you. You said you had stickers. I would like a sticker of this. Um, But, yeah, uh, it's a Hazy Triple IPA that's 10.1% ABV. So that sounds uh, insane, and I think we're going to try that um, over the weekend. So. By the time, oh, oh, I'm seeing a uh, uh, a nanny cam of Benjamin, and you I see him like <laughs> is, sprawled is he out. Awake? Oh no, no he's, he's sleeping. He's oh, yeah. So the way that it's a little, it's a little uh, uh, cloudy on what I'm. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's hilarious. Like he's just like sprawled out on the floor. He's living his best life, man. He's living his best life. Um. So yeah, I think that I'm gonna give this. What can I give this beer? How many lemons? Uh, lemons. How many Meyer lemons would I give this? Based on the style and what they're going for, man, this is like a, I don't think I've ever done this before for a sour beer in my entire life. And again, I didn't, I went and bought this beer. <laughs> We're not blowing smoke up anybody's butts. We just happen to really like all their beers because they make really good beers. Damn, this is a solid five. Ooh. This is... Out of all the the sour beers I've had from them, even their cushy series, this this 
this topples it, man. I hope this becomes, I don't know how expensive it was for them to make this beer. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I hope this becomes a, a seasonal like summer beer for them that they make it like each year because yeah. it is just absolutely, dude, they knocked this out of the park. It's so good. It, I mean, it really does. It tastes like an Italian ice. It smells like an Italian ice. And when you burp, it's like lemon heads. Um, how it would be if you f- froze it just a little bit, like ooh, make a beer cocktail, like a beer. Um, what slushy. is it? What is it? Slushy. There you go. Mm, that'd be really good. Now I kind of, I'm happy that I'm drinking it tonight, but I, I, I should have bought two of these because I, well, it's going to be like in the seventies. But how even, like, I, there's, there's a good chance Clark bought this already. Oh shit! I'll find out. we'll update everybody on the next episode maybe if i remember uh yeah i don't know i don't know but it's uh it's man it's it's really good brandon if you don't get it if you end up i'll tell you this if you end up at old irving with your son this weekend which you probably won't drink a beer while you're there but if they have it in four packs okay well then get it or get a four pack or do i would get a four pack (laughs) yeah perfect i'm glad we're on the same page because i really do think that like when I come back, I, I gotta, I gotta get more of these, man. I say that a lot about beers, but this is one of the ones where I'm like, Ooh, this is one I want to like, there's just sometimes when I want to have a beer that I want something that's like this where it's fruity and it's not like I'm drinking a beer necessarily, but it's still like drinking a beer. If that makes sense. Yep. It's just refreshing and, and tasty. It's not too sour. It's not too tart. There's not like a whole lot of sweetness to it. It's uh, just really tasty. Cool. Uh, I, I'm glad. <laughs> I know that you just put Aggie down, but that was just so funny. Like, uh, cool, cool. Yeah, no, really I'm, nice, I'm, man. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that it's good because I was excited when I saw it. And it's funny. I think I don't know if it was that day. No, it wasn't that day. Maybe I was walking. I was by myself. Maybe I had Benjamin with me. I was coming down Montrose. And I was right in front of the the Montrose Blue Line stop, and there was traffic. And there was a dude just kind of walking down, strutting, and he had a four-pack of a beer. And I was like, the only place you could be coming from is Old Irving, right? And I was like, look, and he was going to the, the train. And I looked, and it was the the lemon beer. I was like, ah, oh, nice. I almost yeah. rolled down the window and shouted to him, but I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. Old Irving rules! Dude, I... I really like am enjoying like burping from this beer. It's it's like I had some lemon heads, man. Nice. It's so good. It's awesome. I love this beer. I love this beer. Hands down, in my opinion, their best sour. And if anybody you guys can get a hold of this, go get a hold of it and then let me know what you think and let me know if I'm you th- if you agree with me because I'm I'd be hard pressed to think that anybody else who enjoys like Ices, lemon ices, or lemon ice would would disagree. That would would think that this was not perfect. Well, I'm out of beer, um, so give me one second. You're gonna grab another beer? Yeah, no, I'm not gonna grab a new one. I'm just gonna oh. grab something to sip on. Oh, okay. I like that.
And I'm back. And you know what? Since you went and did that, I actually gonna grab one more thing. That, no, you know, I'm not. Never mind. <laughs> I still have stuff to do tonight and, and pack and 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 I gotta be I gotta be at Clark's house by nine o'clock. Brandon, what did you pour for yourself? Uh, right I just poured a little cushy berry. Now, did we discuss cushy berry recently? We did. We did, right? Um, like the first night I put it on tap, that was the first thing I drank. Hmm. Everything's just everything's just blending all together. It's all becoming one big mush because we keep recording in our basements separately. We haven't hung out to record in a while. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I did today, though. So I did make um, so. Uh, during my lunch break, I ran. I had to do some grocery shopping because my wife's out of town. And while I was there, I picked up a bottle of Wild Turkey 101. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell the people what's happening. I, I brought that home. Last night for dinner, we had made BLTs, and I made a whole pack of bacon, saved all of that bacon fat, and I've currently got the whole bottle of Wild Turkey and like a half a cup of bacon fat sitting in the freezer. Oh, my God. Uh, so what I'm going to do tomorrow is I'm going to pull off the, it's already like separated. So I'm going to pull the fat off, melt that back down and then separate the, the, the bourbon back into a bottle. Um, and there's a recipe for like a breakfast old fashioned that I want to make. Oh my God. You know what? I need to come by just with my Chicago bears flask and I need you to just pour some in there so that during a bears game, I can just whip that out and be like, I've got bacon bourbon. What's that called? Bacon washing or washing the bourbon or fat washing. Was it fat washing, fat washing? Yeah. Something we've seen a lot of. Yeah. And it's funny because like Becca was repulsed by the idea and I was like, Last time we were at Community Tavern, you were the one that told me to get the duck fat washed like old fashioned, and I did. Oh, and it was really fucking good. That sounds amazing. So, uh, yeah. So this. So not only am I going to be using, you know, you know, have this bourbon for, um, you know, making these drinks, uh, but also I'm I'm going to then take that fat tomorrow and make a batch of bacon chocolate chip cookies. Oh that have bourbon in them, and then I'm going to use my homemade vanilla extract that has uh, buffalo trace in it, mm-hmm. and use that to spice it up with the, the little vanilla. Put in some chopped up bacon, like really fine, and then our cookies. the biggest question. I mean, number one, <clears throat> excuse me, that sounds delicious. Number two, are you going to give me one of those cookies before we go to Riot Fest this week? Oh, of course. Yeah. Fantastic. Great. That's that's outstanding. Dude, that all that sounds really good. Uh, I'm glad that you're trying that out. Uh, I don't I'm I'm terrified of doing stuff like that because I feel like I'm going to fuck it up somehow and just be so mad. But I will say this. You reminded me that I have my own vanilla extract as well. That's now been sitting for two years. Ooh, that's probably I, good. I used uh, Tahitian vanilla beans. OK. And. A white whiskey, not the Buffalo Trace white whiskey, but a white whiskey that uh, our friend Stephanie brought over one time, and I she left it and gave it to me, and I used that, and so it's just been sitting, and I tried it one time after like six months, and it was amazing, and I haven't really been back in that closet in my basement for a while. There's a bunch of stuff in there and uh, it just reminded me that it's there. So I think I need to do some baking with that soon. Now the holidays are upon us soon. I mean, not too soon, but we're, we're getting there. We're, we are getting 
there. Yeah, what I haven't, what I really want to do is um, I want to make my own eggnog. And yes, I feel please. Like, I feel bad saying that. Like, so every Christmas Eve, um, insert past, sleigh bells for the for the past couple of years. My sister in law, my brother's wife, has come and brought like homemade eggnog. And I don't know how long she lets it sit for, but I've seen like like I've watched like the Elton Brown recipe where it's like you let it sit for it can age for up to a year. Oh wow! But I'm like. I really want to do that. I've got several flip top bottles where I think I could just pop them and age them. But yeah, yeah man, I please make some eggnog. I love eggnog. Eggnog is definitely a hit or miss for people. Uh, I, it, I, oof, eggnog is delicious, man. It's so good. I, I, when I was a kid, I was just, I didn't hate it. I was just like, eh, it's, it's whatever. But as I got older and not even like, Oh, there's booze in it. It's like so much better. It's like, I've had, like you can get premium like store bought eggnog. Oberweiss, Oberweiss does. Yeah, it doesn't have booze in it, and I'm like, right. that shit's fucking good. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a dessert drink. I mean, it's it's delicious. Yeah, it's really good. I love all the holiday drinks, but your breakfast old fashioned sounds top notch. Like that sounds really. really I good. feel like that's a good way to start like a football Sunday. Are you inviting me over for a football game one day where we finally throw some stuff in the smoker and hang out as friends and not have to do a fucking podcast? Yeah. I mean, I've got like... Sounds good. Sounds good. 10 (laughs) 10 pounds of chicken wings that I need to do something with. Well, let's make some plans, baby. Still got got a whole turkey in the freezer. (laughs) I've got a capon. You know what a capon is? It's a type of chicken? I believe it's a type of chicken. Yeah, capon type of chicken. I, I, I there, my dad gave it to me. It was frozen. It's still frozen, wrapped up. My dad hasn't lived in Chicago now for over a year. I think he gave it to me two years ago. But it's a specific type of chicken. I don't really know what to do with. But uh, you just cook it like chicken. So maybe we'll smoke that. We'll throw that. You know, smoking a chicken's fun. Hell yeah. The only thing I don't like about smoked chicken is that the skin gets real rubbery. Yeah, if you don't do it right. I didn't, yeah. and I haven't. I haven't used my smoker in over a year. I think I'm close to that, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, you got an electric smoker, and I'm really envious of that. I like, I mean, I like the whole charcoal and wood uh, idea, but man, they can. I remember one time swinging by your house to pick up some beer for an episode, and you just came out front. You're like, yeah, here you go, man. Here's some beers. I'm like, what are you up to? You're like, smoking some ribs. And I was like, must be nice to like just know that you I mean, not that like I'm hovering. I'm so paranoid. Also, I'm like, I have to hover over this. I have to check the you even gave me like a Weber grill, like, you know, thermometer and shit. Yeah. And I'm still like paranoid. Like, is this correct? Do I need to do this? I need to, you know, whatever. I, I don't want to over smoke things. Uh, but like the idea of an electric smoker <laughs> that you can just program and kind of just walk away just sounds so much nicer. Yeah. So the so the caveat to that is mine is is it electric, but it's not a digital electric. So I have a manual like dial. I have to dial in. That's okay. So I, you so still throw, have that option. So I throw the probe in there and I walk away. And then like, you know, I could 20 minutes later, I can check it and be like, it's, oh shit, it's 280 degrees. It's supposed to be 225. And I had to run and like oh, no. dial it back down. <laughs> or like the, the, the chips will flare up or something like that. Sure, and like, sure, and sure, sure. It's like just dark smoke billowing out. So it's, so I've I've gone to cheater mode. Yeah. And so I use an amazing tube now. And Oh yes, that's right. How is that? 
dude, I love that thing. So I pack it with pellets. You light one end of it and it'll burn for like up to six hours or something like that. And then I just set the temperature and the temperature stays a lot more steady that way. Um, And that's like if I'm doing a long smoke, if I'm doing the short ones, I'll still use like the, the traditional, like I'll throw wood chips in the bottom and I'll, what I started doing is like, I was, I'm very impatient and I can't stand waiting for, um, the, the wood chips to start to smolder. So what I'll do is I'll start the, the smoker, get it to temperature. I'll pull the basket out and I use a kitchen torch and I just kind of just go along the bottom of this pan until I start seeing like smoke coming up, like, like a good amount. And I throw it back in, set it. And like, usually then it'll go, it'll go, that'll go for a couple hours. And then there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. That's no. it's, that's a that's a nice little hack. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think it's cheating. I think that's just a fun way of doing it. I I have so many. I have a bunch of jalapenos uh, that I've neglected. There are jalapenos sitting in a bowl right now. I've pickled some jalapenos. I need to, and there's some uh, just sitting waiting to be picked. I've just not been good about picking my peppers this year. Uh, but that is one thing I do plan on doing. I I. I I may have to do it one weeknight or Monday when I get back at some point, just throw it on the smoker and I want to have some Chipotle peppers. I mean, that's what Chipotle's are, just smoked jalapenos. Plus, I've got a whole bunch of cayennes that I need to dry out, uh, dehydrate in my air fryer because that is the best crushed red pepper to throw on a pizza. Which, by the way, I have so much uh, of it. Brandon, I'm going to give you some crushed red pepper, like fresh crushed red pepper uh, to throw uh, wherever you want uh, because it's, or I'll just give you the peppers if you want to dehydrate them yourself. But all you got to do is just pulse them in a spice grinder and that's it, man. Just get a little shaker bottle. And yeah, we have some that's a year old and it's still nice and spicy. Ooh. I also have some dried habanero powder that I don't know what to do with. We came home. uh, So we came home from, I picked up Benjamin from school today. We were coming back and he's walking up the back back stairs, got up there before me. I was locking the the garage and he's like, dad, we got peppers. And I was like, what? (laughs) I I think most of our plants are pretty much dead in the back of the yard. Like we have, we just did a terrible job of keeping them alive, but your tomatoes uh, were fantastic. Thank you. Um, there's still a couple on there, so I still keep trying to water it. Even the, the plant looks dead. I'm like, I'm, let's get something. Let's get something. Anyways. Hey, but even he if they're like, green, man, bread them and fry them. Got fried he, was green like, tomatoes. he was like, he's like, dad, we got peppers. And I, I walked up and he was about to grab one. I was like, don't touch that. It was the ghost, <laughs> it was the ghost pepper. Oh, my God. So I've got two ghost peppers that are almost perfectly red. So I was yes. like, just leave those. I was like, we'll get those. I'll get those tomorrow. Like. Um, so I'll have some ghost, like fresh ghost peppers, which would be nice. Sorry. I thought I muted the mic, but I just vaped straight into it and yep. blew smoke right into it. So sorry, everybody. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll That's have exciting. some fresh ghost peppers. I think there's another, there's one or two more jalapenos that are coming in and then maybe another green pepper. Though the, the other crazy thing is, is that I have all these fresh jalapenos ready to pick, but also in my freezer because of last year's harvest, I have vacuum sealed Frozen, frozen jalapenos yeah. and other pepper. I got jalapenos. I've got the cherry bombs. I've got, and there's no, what's great about vacuum sealing them and throwing them in the freezer is that uh, I like how this is now turned into the pepper podcast. Yeah. Uh, there's no like, it's vacuum sealed. So the peppers aren't crushed. It's formed perfectly around it. And there's no like ice forming around them at all. I've got so nice. many peppers ready to go, man. So Dude, that's how, so when somebody in this giveaway group was giving away Carolina Reapers, 
I got a big basket of them and I just took the whole basket. I didn't even cover it. I just put it in the freezer and like, they're like, there's no ice on them whatsoever. I pull them out. So every time I make jerky, I just run it underwater for like literally like 15 seconds. And that's like a normal pepper again, chop off the top, throw it in the blender. Which by the way, your last jerky, although a little dry, almost like a cracker jerky was very tasty. I'm all out of it. I liked it. It was a venison jerky that he did. uh, And I'm looking forward to the day that we finally do do a jerky beer pairing with your jerky, or at least eat some jerky. Dan cannot participate. Sorry, Dan. No, but I did tell him one of these days I will try to make a mushroom jerky for him. Ooh, man, that would I would I'd like that. McKen- my daughter would like that too. She'd be into that. She she likes jerky for the protein. I, I got this turkey jerky that she does not like. I got it from Costco and she thinks it's a little too spicy. And I think she just prefers like the sweet like beef jerky. But the turkey jerky from Costco is so good. So it's underrated. Underrated yeah. jerky. Yeah, we, like at Sam's, they had um, these turkey sticks that we had gotten, like little beef sticks. And yeah, those, those were pretty good. So Can't go wrong with turkey, baby. And I mean, like when you go to like Sam's Club or Costco, it's dirt cheap. I mean, not dirt cheap, but a lot cheaper than, you know, other places. So it was like. So, you know, what's great. I said I was going to call this or, or that we sorry, I, I named it for us. I apologize that I would say this was called labor of love. And here we are talking about another labor that we love, which is. These things with peppers. Look yeah. at that. It's full fucking circle as we hit 40 minutes. And I think <laughs> I think we've we've run its course. I have finished my I've this is probably the longest I've I've drank one beer on a pod. Well, not the longest, but again, when we do these episodes like this, I drank one beer on this episode, baby, and I love it. I, I just yeah. finished it, man. It's it's that Miko's uh fruited sour from Old Irving is is fantastic. And uh Good call with uh, going with the new Glarus strawberry rhubarb because I wasn't sure. I had a couple other random beers, but I'm glad that you did that because I was like, oh, good. We can do uh, fruited beers. So another roll of the dice by Brandon and Tony putting out quality content in our minds and maybe yours. That's how we do it, baby. Brandon, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, no, just keep listening. Uh, one thing, so for people that I don't think we've mentioned it on the show this year, we will not be attending the Great American Beer Festival. Correct. It did not work out for our schedules. Um, so, yeah, but we are hopeful and fingers crossed. Uh, I'm going to make every effort to be there again next year. Absolutely. Uh, I am going to go ahead and uh, schedule days ahead of time and make sure that all my other plans around that. Plus, I've now been in my job long enough where I've earned an extra day off. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll plan better. Uh, that was, a, I feel like that was more on, on me this year that we didn't do it. So, uh, right. but, but there's some other festivals. I think we're at least one. I hope we'll see that we're, we'll go to that. We've been to in the years past. Um, yeah. So we should, um, ask said, uh, some person if they would like to talk about it. Ray, yeah. we want you to come back on and talk about great, uh, not great American, <laughs> Phobab. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, that. That's cool too. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll 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 see what's up. But uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for uh, listening. Um, we know it's been kind of a wacky kind of summer for us for episodes. But uh, you know, life sometimes uh, finds a way. That doesn't really make sense. That was just my Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. But uh, you know, like we said, this isn't our full time job. But we love uh, doing this the show for you guys. We love cranking out episodes and uh we hope that you're enjoying it as well it looks like you are 
according to the numbers of everybody streaming. So we thank you and the interactions that we have. So uh, now that we're getting into fall, we, you know, we hopefully, hopefully find time to do an Oktoberfest episode. We'll, yeah. we'll see about that. Uh, pumpkin beers are coming and then Christmas beers and then the Maltese. It'll be even more interesting this year for the Maltese because Clark and Dan have only been on. Well, Dan has only been on so much. Clark. I still don't know if he's even been on an episode this year, maybe in the beginning. Uh, it'll be fun to see what everybody uh, has for their multis. And I, you know, I'm hoping we're giving out awards this year, like physical awards sending to these breweries. We'll, we'll see uh, if that plan comes to fruition. Did we, did we, did somebody tell us that they knew someone that made awards? Absolutely. And I will tell you off mic, baby. <laughs> All right, man, Brandon, I love you, buddy. Me too, man. I hope you have a great weekend with Benjamin. Uh, that's awesome. I'm sorry I'm not around because that would have been a lot of fun for the three of us to get in some mischief and, and hang out. But uh, I will be bringing back some beer from Michigan for a future episode. Enjoy Michigan. Pure Yo. Michigan. You'll be-, <laughs> You'll be there at some point. All right, everybody. <laughs> thanks again. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.